everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Welcome to another round of Ask the Tarot Live. I am your host and tarot reader, Michelle T. I'm the host of the Your Magic uh, podcast over on Spotify, and I'm the author of Modern Tarot. I'm so happy you guys are here. Um, I'm hoping and thinking that we have some new listeners, so I just want to let everyone know how it goes. If you would like me to pick some tarot cards for you, which I would love to do, just raise your hand here in the room. Or if you're feeling a little shy, you can also find me on Instagram. I'm at Michelle Tees, T-E-A-Z. And you can write me there and just tell me your problem. And I'll put you in the stack for a future episode. Um, so that's for future episodes. For past episodes, if you'd like to go back and listen, because it's so fun, um, you can go over to Spotify and search for the Your Magic in the Your Magic feed. That's my podcast. And all the back episodes of Ask the Tarot are right in there and you can find them. Um, for those of you who are listening uh, on Spotify and you want to like be part of the fun here, just click over to Spotify Live and you'll be able to ask questions and possibly even more important, you'll be able to take part in the incredible chat that is always happening here. It's like the best chat on the internet. Um, so I think that's all my housekeeping um, beyond, uh, wait, what else I want to tell you? Every Thursday, here every Thursday, six o'clock West Coast, nine o'clock East Coast. Okay. Okay, great. Let's read tarot cards. Um, I got some, oh my God, you guys, I have like so many pages of, of problems, of really compelling problems and issues that people want help with um, that come into my uh, Instagram. So I'm going to read with one of those first. I'm going to start with one and here, here it goes. Um, I've been going through a pretty big dilemma in my life in regard to my education. Um, I'm currently finishing high school in Kingston, Ontario. Good for you, man. And my graduation is set for next month. Um, Unlike most of my peers, I still haven't committed to a university. I'm extremely grateful to be accepted into all of the universities I've applied to. Oh my God, so many high fives. That's amazing. But I'm also chronically indecisive. So I've had a lot of anxiety surrounding the possibilities. Right now, I've narrowed it down to two main options. My first big option is to stay in my hometown, go to my local university for first year, and live with my parents while staying close to my long-term boyfriend. This is the safest option for me, both financially and emotionally, and I have the opportunity to transfer to a different school after the first year, but I'm still concerned I would be missing opportunities for staying by staying within my comfort zone. Okay, oh my God, you're like so wise. Who's this wise like teenager. Oh my God. The second option would be to go to a university a couple hours away in a bigger city. I can really picture myself here and all my friends are going. So I'd have lots of love and support, but financially it would be really challenging. Along with this, I'm just not sure if I'm emotionally ready to move away from my parents and my boyfriend, but maybe I'll never really feel ready. 
OMG, oh my God. I mean, the like emotional astuteness of this of this teenage querent we have is, is so impressive. So I grabbed my Voyager tarot deck. It's a very like heavy collage deck. If you like, if you like looking through old, you know, issues of like National Geographic and thinking I should do collage, this is totally a tarot deck for you. So um, here are the cards I picked first. What does it look like for you to stay in your hometown? The safer option. The first um, when we the first one we got card we got is a court card, um, and it's called in this deck it's called Man of Crystals, the Inventor. I'm wondering if that's your boyfriend. Um, you know, it's like a male figure. It could also be you know about you uh, trying to think of uh, create you know because it's an inventor. It's a very mental card. Trying to think of like ways that you can still be super um, challenged, you know, intellectually even if you're not leaving your area. So it could be both or either of those. And the next card that comes up is the hermit. So that's really interesting, right? It's you are kind of being the hermit by staying there. Like the hermit is alone in his cave. There's something about, you know, you will have your boyfriend, but your friends will be, you know, away. I don't know. Does the hermit get FOMO while he's in his cave? I would, that's for sure. Now, the last card is the one that's really making me say, I don't know about this plan for you. It's the four of cups. Interestingly, in this deck, um, the the creator of the deck calls it anger. And I don't know about anger for the Four of Cups, but I do think maybe resentment and I do think dissatisfaction. So I think I don't I don't like it. I don't like it very much. Now, is it all springtime and sunshine and, you know, rainbows and unicorns if you go out of town? No, that has some challenges, too. But check it out. The first card you get is the Two of Cups, Equilibrium. I really like that. I mean, equilibrium is balance, emotional balance. So I feel that like, I don't know, I really think you're going to be plagued a little bit emotionally um, by staying in your hometown and feeling like, you know, you, you didn't push yourself and you are missing out. And there's a sort of emotional balance that you're going to get. You know, the Two of Cups is also a love card. So as far as, you know, being away from your boyfriend, I think that it's really, well, I think it's possible that you could have a long distance relationship, but more on that later. <laughs> um, your next card is another of the crystals card. It's four of crystals logic. It just makes sense for you to take this opportunity to push yourself. Like you're in an age where, you know, that is like your brain is wired for you to like push your comfort zone right now and like go away from your, from your family and, and leave the nest. So, you know, lo it's just, it's logical. Um, I'm not seeing any cards here either way about finances, which is making me think that, you know, you're going to be okay. Um, but I do want to say your last card for going away, in spite of that equilibrium card, you also got the sorrow card. Interestingly, this deck calls the six of cups sorrow, which, you know, I take Kabbalistic issue with that, but you know, everyone has the right to define their own tarot deck. So, so, you know, the guy who made this says it's sorrow. So I'm reading it as sorrow. So are you going to be sad to be away from your boyfriend? Yeah. Is it going to stress your relationship possibly cause a breakup? Yeah, maybe. Um, is it still the right thing to do? I kind of think so. I really do. Um, I don't like this, like, hermity resentment of staying of staying behind i just don't i just don't like it um so i hope that was somehow helpful for you and i wish you so much luck as you like move into the next amazing phase of your life all right now let me see who is in the room hello how can the tarot oh um, thank you for picking me first of all um sure yeah so um i'm going back to college this summer um i took a little break and okay 
I kind of question a bit, you know, should I go back right now? Should I wait a little bit to explore a little bit more of my options or something? Explore life, I guess. And also, yeah. how the rest of my summer may be besides just going to school. All right. So let's see. What does it look like for you to go back to school like now is one of your options? Okay. So I'm going to pick three cards asking, what does that look like for you just to do it now? What does it look for you put it off and have some more you time, like doing things, you know, outside of that institution and learning other kinds of things that you don't learn inside of college. What does that look like? And you want to know, you want to catch a vibe on like your summer in general. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Excellent. What does that look like? All right. I'm picking three cards on that. So let's see. So for going back to school right away, I'm reading with the toss deck actually looks really good for you. Um, the very first card that came up is the star. Um, you know, I can imagine not being in, in school and having had some time away, it might seem like an effort to have to go back, but it looks like once you're there, you'd be really inspired. I mean, the star is a beautiful card. It's, you know, it's a major arcana. It's about making your dreams come true. I would say really make sure you're going to school for something that you really believe in, that really you feel like a soul connection with. You can feel that it could be your higher purpose on the planet to do this work. Um, the next card is the Knight of Wands and he's just going for it. He's super spontaneous and he's just diving in. So it's like, there's no way to sort of half, half, half ass this, you know, I think you really, really have to just jump in really hard. Um, and then the final card you have is the Two of Swords, which in this deck is called Peace. Um, and it's about having peace of mind. So I think there's also something really interesting about, just going back to school is going to like relieve you of um, kind of thinking about it, wondering if you did the right thing, wondering what it's going to feel like to have to go back. Um, oh man, I'm looking at this though. Now I, sh I, sh I spoke too soon because it does look actually good for you. God damn you people who have good lives, no matter what it makes it really hard for a tarot reader. So the cards for not going back, the very first card is the queen of swords. She is really like, she has a whole bunch of no's going on. She's up on a cloud and she's like, nope, 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 nope. And she's cutting things away. So I'm seeing that as you just being like, no, no school. Goodbye, school. I'm not doing you. Um, I'm doing me instead. And I'm really just going to go about having a very good time. And that doesn't look bad for you. The very first card you got is the nine of wands. It's moon and um, moon and Sagittarius, which is truly a very fun thing to do. <laughs> um, it's it's a, a fun time to have the, the moon in Sagittarius. We have the moon full in Sagittarius on June 14th. So it is a summery full moon as well. Um, and then the next one is the nine of cups, which is Jupiter in Pisces. And it's called happiness. I mean, strength and happiness is what it's all about for you not to go to school. Um, let me see some more information about your summer. Oh my gosh. Your summer looks busy. Um, can I ask you, are you like dating or looking to date? Um, I'm not dating at this moment. Um, I'm taking time to love myself more, but I wouldn't mind casually dating, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. And if you want to casually date, there are definitely some knights and princes that are out there that would be happy and a princess that would be very happy to date you. Um, for your summer, you got three court cards. Princess of Wands, who's very fearless. She's just like jumping, you know, jumping into life and letting her instinct guide her and trusting that her instinct is strong enough 
to lead her um, and that she can be a little fearless. The next card is the Knight of Cups, the Knight of Cups, and he's a very sincere, like heart on his sleeve, leading with his heart sort of love person. So that's really interesting. And then you have the Prince of Wands and he is, he's more of a Leo. He's very, he's like a fun, good time. Like he's like a casual date. Knight of Cups is trying to be a casual date, but he's going to catch feelings. So, you know, you might have a couple of options and, you know, you might get to decide what you want. Like, do, do you really want just a casual uh, summertime fling? Cause you can have that. Or do you find yourself being drawn more to this other person um, who is a bit more emotional and a bit more attached? But damn, the real question is about school. And, you know, after letting these cards sink in a little bit, I'm going to go back and say you should go back to school sooner rather than later because the star is major arcana. It's a gorgeous card. It's very magical. And, you know, the other cards are like, yes, you will have a fun time this summer, but I have a feeling you always have a fun time. And I think you're going to have a fun time in school, but with a higher purpose that's really going to feed you. Does that make sense? Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck to you. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh man, to have the, the Knight of Cups and the Prince of Wands on your tail, it's like really suggests an exciting summertime. All right. So here's, I, you know, I get a lot of uh, messages that came in on the Instagram uh, of people just needing to know like where to go, right, with their lives. And I understand it's hard to know where to go sometimes. So here's the next question. Me and my husband moved to Santa Barbara three years ago from London. The move has been a roller coaster, wonderful, and that it's brought us two little girls. But it was a it was very hard. It was a very hard transition from big metropolis to small city, and I never found meaningful work for myself. So concentrated on mothering full time. If I could sum it up, if I could sum up in card symbology, probably the tower. Whoa, that's pretty harsh. Tough, very tough, but over time has stripped away lifestyle choices from London to reveal a more simple and beautiful life in many ways. Whoa, so this is really the London, like fast-paced lady vibe versus like the like ocean mother chill Santa Barbara vibe. Okay, I'm getting it. The problem we have is that it's incredibly expensive. We miss our friends dearly, and I'm not sure what will happen in regards to finding work for myself. It's so tricky. The longer we stay, the more settled we become, but the more we're not sure whether we need to go back to London to resume our lives. What does it look like to stay in Santa Barbara versus moving back to London in the next two years? All right. Well, I picked, I picked the cards. Um, I picked from a deck called the Radiant Tarot. It's a really beautiful kind of painterly deck with a lot of animals and flowers, if you like that sort of thing. Um, okay, so you got nothing but swords for staying in uh, Santa Barbara, which means, you know, I mean, the swords, the suit of swords, we know it's a rough one. I mean, there's definitely good cards in there, but it's usually a little tormented. And that's what I'm seeing here. I'm seeing a little torment. First of all, you get the page of swords. So, you know, the page of swords, the pages in the tarot represent youth and naivete and inexperience. And so there's something about you know, the story that it's telling is like not being able to really get your head around how to make it work there. You know, like you're not mastering it. It's hard to master your life in Santa Barbara. The next is the two of swords. Um, you know, in the top deck, it's called peace. But honestly, in most tarot decks, the two of swords is really more about indecision. Um, it's just, you know, I see that as like, man, you're a little tormented. You can't you know, in the classic writer way, the person is standing, is sitting, holding two swords, and they seem really stuck. 
they could just put the swords down, but they just, they can't even decide to do that. So it seems like it's hard for you. It would be hard for you to ever feel like, okay, we're doing Santa Barbara. It's like the lore of, of London is always going to be there. That question is always going to be haunting your time in Santa Barbara. And I say this with as much certainty as a tarot reader can, because your final card is the 10 of swords, you know, and it's like the 10 of swords. It's like, it's done. It's over. I think you guys know that you got to go back. Um, and just to make sure that, you know, that that's true. I did pick cards for what does it look like in London? And the first one is the knight of swords. Oh, I love that. You go from being the page to the night, all of a sudden getting some mastery over your life. Yes, you know London. You know how to do London. It makes sense for you to do London. You're going to do London. Um, the next card that you got, you got another 10, but this is the 10 of pentacles. And that's a beautiful card. It's about like being grounded and settled and everything being in its place. I mean, it really bodes well for a, a question that's about a move, okay? And then your final one is six of cups, which is gorgeous. And, you know, yeah, you miss your friends. Your friends miss you too. I'm sure everyone's going to be rolling out the red carpet, you know, trying to find you a job and, and you know, doting over your babies. I think you got to get yourself to London. Get the heck out of Santa Barbara. <laughs> okay. Let it be known. I'll never tell a person to stay in Santa Barbara. No, that's, that's not true. I, I just tell people whatever the tarot tells me to tell them. Okay. Let's see. I feel like there's been some hubbub in the chat. I want to poke my head in. Okay. When do we go good here? Um, yes, you can put in the Instagram questions or you can raise your hand right here. Instagram questions I will get to later. And, you know, hopefully I'll get to your questions, you know, right now live in the chat. I do want to say, um, if you follow me on Instagram, I will never ask you if you want a tarot reading. I have a lot of scammers, a lot of impersonators, and they're, they're awful and they're good at what they do. They're good at being bad people. They do get money out of people. So I'm never going to ask you for money. I'm never going to give you a Venmo. I'm never going to say like spirit wanted me to talk to you. Like that's not my jam. Okay. You want a tarot reading? You can contact me. You can come here. Okay. All right. Good. We got that. All right. Now let me see what is going on. Oh my gosh. Jasmine, you're up, Jasmine. Hey. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Hey, Michelle. So my question is, I'm looking uh, for adventure either this summer, but I know that can be impractical when you're not like kind of planning it out. I'm here for spontaneous trips, but that's not always how life looks up. So I guess my question is just is travel and moving out on my own into the world uh, in, in my story for right now, because I'm living with my family and it sucks. Okay. So you're not wanting to ask, you're not asking, should I move out from my family? You're just asking like, what does it look like if I take a break from my family and do some traveling? Oh, no, 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 no. I want, I really just want to leave. <laughs> okay. So you're asking, is it time for me to get out of here? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm glad I clarified. All right. So first I'm going to say, what does it look like for you to start moving towards getting out of your parents' house? Let's see what that looks like for you. I'm picking three cards and you know, things with tarot, are always timing. So, you know, worst case scenario, you get a bad cards right now. Does that mean you live with your parents for the rest of your life? Of course not. Um, you know, you just, you move out later and then they come and live with you when you're in your fifties like me. Um, so let's look at what it looks like for you to stay at your parents' house for right now, even though you've been very clear that that is not ideal for you. Um, okay. So getting out, see what it looks like to get out. Oh man, it looks challenging, but rewarding. Oh my gosh, Jasmine, you got to get out. It's time to go. Um, is it going to be easy? 
No, but it's not going to be the worst either. It's going to be medium pain in the ass, okay? The first card you have is the Knight of Cups. And I feel like that's you, like, flying out of the nest. Like, in the Toth deck, he has these big, beautiful wings, and he's just flying out on his horse, and he's holding this chalice, you know, before him. And it's about love. And I really feel like, you know, so often the Knight of Cups comes up and is really about self-love, you know, more than just, like, lovey-dovey with another person, though it could mean that, too. Um I think it's an act of love for yourself to figure this out, you know, to trust in yourself, to believe in yourself and to give this to yourself. Um, That said, your next card is the eight of swords, which is called interference, right? It's Jupiter and Gemini. So that's a lot. That's overwhelm to me. It's mental overwhelm. It's like, how do I even start? You know, how do people do this? How do people adult? Like, you know, like what, what resources do you have, you know, in the terms of like people, places and things, Um, Who can you lean on? How do you do it? I think it's going to feel really overwhelming. So if you feel beat down by it at any point, just give yourself some love um, because your final card in this thread is the emperor. So that's amazing. Like the emperor does not live with his parents. Okay. The emperor is like king of his castle. And that's absolutely what you should be doing. Like you will end up finding a place to like stand tall and that's your own that you get to breathe. Um, You know, the emperor is Aries and you know, the Aries is, it's very all about me, right? Like that's the, in, in a nutshell, right? It's all about me. And so, so this is like a big gift that you're giving yourself, like taking the space for yourself. Now, if you stay at where you are right now with your parents, I don't know if you're having like power struggles with them, but the first card that comes up is power. And then it's followed by two like really hard cards. So to me, that's saying like, oh, maybe there's some power struggles, like, you know, moon, sun and Capricorn. Like, I don't know if like, you know, what, what signs are your, are your parents? Um, my mom was born on December 20th. I think that's like Capricorn, December 20th. Yeah. Do you feel like she's very controlling? Yes. And it's the fact that like, I'm about to be a 22 year old junior college, you know? So it's, it's like, I can't, I can't breathe. And I share a room with my sister. So it's, it's, all about power right now okay yeah you know for staying staying there you know you're just you're just sinking into those power dynamics that seem really difficult to figure out you know while you're in it um getting some distance from it i'm sure will do a lot to change your relationship and your perspective the next two cards for staying at your parents house sorrow and worry okay it's like not good you're just over it you know the it's just you know it's the sorrow card is libra and a saturn in libra it's like it's like too much closeness you know it's like saturn is like there needs to be some boundaries here you know it's time to move out and you know the worry card the fear of living on any fears that you might have of living on your own, they, they don't go away living with your parents because you know eventually you're going to have to do it. So it's just this festering sort of procrastination is what I think that wary card is. I say you face any fears that you have and just trust that you'll be able to navigate it. Just move towards it. Just start making whatever those moves are for you to get you out of that house and into your own space. Heck yeah. Thanks, Michelle. I agree. I'm ready to go. Thank you. All right, good. I'm so happy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good for you. You know we're all rooting for you so hard here. Oh my God. I love Jasmine. Okay, I'm going to take another person from in here. Um, Zangmo. Zangmo, who apparently is a baby raccoon. Um, You might, you're, I think you're muted. So you might have to um, unmute yourself so I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you now. Um, 
Okay, so um, I have a two-part question. One is, well, in general, my life situation is just changing a lot, kind of ending like a long phase of life where I've been doing a lot of meditation retreat. And I'm not going into like the next big retreat that my monastery hosts. And so the first part has to do with, I was kind of wondering, I guess you call it like a vibe check on, you know, just like my life, like here at the monastery. Yeah. And then um, the second part has more to do with kind of like venturing out into the greater world. And um, I kind of wanted your help. You're so good at helping frame the question. So I was, um, I'm not sure how to frame the second part of it, but it has something to do with like how I present myself to like the greater sort of Buddhist world. Cause I'm like a Buddhist monastic and, um, kind of a teacher, but my teaching side is like pretty new and I don't quite know how to sort of like introduce myself or, you know, I don't want to kind of, you know, use all of my experience which was like to benefit other people as like a credential or something i guess i have a kind of a block about oh my god it's like how to be buddhist and yeah, schmooze, which yes, is like the thing in the world, it seems but. so contradictory but like if i don't tell anyone anything i've done it i've noticed it gets a little weird like if i just i'm not a newbie so if oh, i okay. kind of act like one then eventually it comes out that that's not true and then it's weird okay all right. So it seems like, all right, so we're going to pick three cards on just like, what's the vibe for you at the monastery, not being in the retreats. So what does that look like after a string of, a string of retreats? And then three cards on, it sounds like you know that you need to present yourself to the world. So like, do we want to ask, what does it look like if you just sort of accept the strange paradox of it and just sort of um, trust that you can represent yourself as humbly and authentically as possible and appropriate to the situation and what if you just put yourself out there do you want to see what that looks like sure that yeah you're welcome Thank you. i mean if there's specific things you're wondering if you should do or not we can pick on that um all right so what does monastery life look like for you it looks like a little bit of a mixed bag um, the very first card that came up is the five of wands, which is called strife. It's an interesting card. It's, it's Saturn in Leo. Um, can I ask you what your astrological sign is? I'm a Leo. I have a Leo spelling. Oh, you're Leo what? Oh Spell. gosh. So you're extra, you're an extra, extra Leo. That's really interesting. Um, now I wonder like even, I, I feel like I'm getting a hint of it for sure and you're, you know, talking about like how strange it is to try to figure out how to talk about yourself in the world when the work you're doing, you know, is meant to benefit others more than yourself. Like, um, I feel like this is like, it's Saturn and Leo. So Leo is this like powerful life energy that is very self-focused and does want attention. And honestly, part of its gift and its medicine is that it is a delight to be around. And there's a warmth and a, a joy and a fun that is, is just lent to other people and brightens their life. But then there's Saturn being like, no, you know, tamp down that fire. It's too much. So I'm wondering if like part of your time at the monastery is really going to be, um, impacted by this sort of friction that you're experiencing. It also on another level might be talking about that you don't necessarily right away know what to do with yourself since you're not, you know, in the retreats. Um, in, you know, the, the wands are really about our life force and our direction. And the reason, you know, one of the reasons the five of wands is tough is that 
we have all this energy, but there's no clear outlet for it. So, you know, you, you might experience some frustration around what to do with yourself. Um, it does look like, though, that there's going to be some things to occupy you um, or to some things to kind of opportunities to take advantage of. You got the nine of discs, which is called gain. It's very grounded. It's Venus, it's Venus in Virgo. Virgo is so like that kind of classic, I feel like aesthetic, aesthetic, not aesthetic or both, you know, Buddhist sort of like energy um, of being more pared down. And I feel like, you know, with the gain card, it's showing that because of work you've done previously, things are coming to you. So it's really interesting. Like, it seems like even in the question about what, what life in the monastery is going to be like, it's already talking a little bit about this dilemma and like, you know, what are you going to do? It looks like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you were very, you know, getting some recognition and getting some people who want to, you know, collaborate with you or, you know, seek you out for, um, for whatever it is you're able to offer to other people. Your final card for what it looks like there for you is the Knight of Discs, which that seems like a classic monastery vibe. Like, like I know, I mean, I know a tiny bit, but, but not really. Mm -hmm. Um, the Knight of Discs is, he's the only horse whose hooves are just on the ground. He's grounded. He's chill. He's not acting or reacting. He's just letting things sort of occur. He's letting things sort of take their own organic time. So, you know, I would just, you know, if you feel agitated, if you're feeling like um, that five of wands, like, oh, you know, I, you're having this like internal struggle, like just try to breathe through it. Um, you know, if you're feeling stressed that like things aren't coming your way, breathe through it. Things are going to come your way. And the Knight of Discs, um, you know, it's, he's all about taking a positive pause. So I think it's really good that you're not doing any, you know, retreats or anything right now. It's like totally fine. Um, now, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. These cards for you putting yourself out there are so amazing. You've got to do it. Zangmo, the baby raccoon, you have to do it. I say this, you know, people who are listening to this later will be like, what is she talking about? But Zangmo's, you know, profile picture is like the most heart-wrenching drawing of a baby raccoon you've ever seen. Um, so the three cards for you just figuring it out, how to put yourself out there and doing it, even though you have issues with it. And even though it makes you uncomfortable, your very first card is the universe. Like, hello, this is your calling. This is what you're supposed to do. If you can even see that as being of service, you know, that in those moments you are subjecting, you're, you're walking through a situation that feels awkward and uncomfortable and maybe even a little wrong so that you will have a greater ability on the other side to be of service. I mean, uh, it's so good. Um, you also have the lover's card, which like, this is a really, this is great. I love these cards together. I feel like by, because the lover's card is really about commitment. It's like, what, what are we committing to? Are we going to level up or what? So this is a question of you leveling up and, um, you know, deepening your commitment to the work you do in the world and to the person you know yourself to be. And then your final card is the knight of swords. And I love him. He's just full speed ahead. You know, it's like after this, this moment of pause with the night of discs where you sort of get, get it together a little bit, you know, let, let, let all the, the weird energy sort of burn off. Um, I think you're going to know like what is the right thing to do. And I think you're going to do it with gusto and have a lot of support. There's three little birds that are flying in the corner of the night of swords in this deck. And it just, it speaks to having like community support. Yeah, I always think of that, this middle card you pulled for the first one is like the Sangha card, the, and especially in the Toth deck, like, because it has a little... Is that the um, uh, the middle one and the other one, the the, um, the game card? 
Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that being like the Sangha because I mean, people are resources, right? So it's just about like richness and resources coming at you. And so that's, you know, other people and their wisdom and their help. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to take the turn. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to be a Buddhist superstar. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate it and wish you all the best. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Oh man, I feel, I always felt like when I lived in San Francisco, I went to the Zen center there all the time and it's an operating monastery and people live there. And I was always just so curious, like, is that my path? You know, is that my path as a person with a Leo stellium? Is it my path to live in a monastery? So I really, I understand. (laughs) I understand the, you know, a little bit. Um, Okay. So here we go. I got, I got, uh, this came in through the Instagram says, I could really use some guidance as I feel completely lost. I will be 50 in June, two years divorced from my second marriage. My daughters from my first marriage are now 17 and 20. We moved back to Atlanta so I slash we could be with my second husband. (coughs) Excuse me. I feel the pull to move back to the coast. I feel like it's home, but it's been difficult to find a job or housing at the same time so that I can move back. My lease is up in August. I don't know where to put my energy. And then she has all these options And I got to be real honest, some of the options really confused me. So it seemed like there were a lot of questions, but one thread that I could pick out very clearly was different places to live. So I really just focused on that. So the first question, should she stay in Atlanta? Um, No, you should not stay in Atlanta. Okay, the very first card you got is the Two of Wands. Two of Wands is like a wanderlust card, right? So like, you know, do you stay where you already are and just like, incubate this wanderlust, right? Then the next card is judgment. Um, I'm pulling with the Kim, the Kim Cran's Wild Unknown deck right here. I'll put images of all the decks I work with tonight on my Instagram if you want to peek at them. Um, so judgment, you know, you're like, okay, you're like, really, you are, you are in a place of judgment right now. Like, do I want to stay here? You know, what do I like about this place? What do I not like about it? And then your final card is the tower. Okay. So yikes. I don't, I don't think that that is I don't think that's the best move. So I say no, but thankfully uh, this querent gave me a bunch of different locales. So the next one is Savannah, Georgia. So what does it look like for you to move to, to Savannah, Georgia? Well, the first one is the four of wands. I actually really like that. Fours are grounded. They have a foundation. They're stable. Um, it being in the wands means it's still kind of exciting, you know? Um, and then there's the son of pentacles. That's the court cards are like a family like a, a straight nuclear family sort of uh, dynamic. The son of pentacles is a little deer though. is very cute. Um, and so that's just about, you know, being, um, it's kind of like a night card. So it's like, gra- again, grounded, being grounded, you know, in the earthly plane, in your new home. And then you got the three of cups, which is about abundance and celebration. So that is really great. Um, I like Savannah. Savannah has nice vibes, Okay. Now, St. Simon's, which is a place I'm gathering you lived previously, okay? Um, For St. Simon's, the very first card is the death card, right? Then the two of swords, like very indecisive. And then the four of cups, which is, you know, the four of cups is such a tricky card, don't you guys think? Um, And in this one, it's really has a sinister vibe. It's like under the moon, there's a rattling across the cards, uh, across the cups. So, I don't think you're going to feel good there. Um, To me, there's something really powerful for you right now about going someplace new, not staying where you are, 
not going back where you've been, but going somewhere new. Um, so I looked at Jacksonville and, you know, Jacksonville also looks nice for you. You got the daughter of pentacles. So there's another beautiful deer. This one has a rainbow over her head. Um, you got the ace of swords. Aces are great for new beginnings. Um, and then you got the son of swords. Um, and he's just like really, he's an owl with a, with a, with a sword. Who's <laughs> just like flying through the air. So I think there's like a lot for you to attack in Jacksonville. You know, like you can really get to work there. But I got to say, um, I'm really, I'm really rooting for Savannah. I think that that combination of cards is the prettiest. It's a really good, um, you have a beautiful grounded energy with the wands. You have happiness and celebration with the cups and you're grounded with the son of pentacles. So good luck to you, but get out of Atlanta and don't go back to St. Simon. Okay. Let's see. Um, you guys, those of you who have just popped in and are like, what is this room? Welcome to Ask the Tarot. It's live tarot readings. You can raise your hand to speak and I will perhaps call on you. I sure will try to. If you feel shy and you'd rather write me what your question is, send it to my Instagram, okay? It's uh, Michelle Tees, T-E-A-Z. We do this every Thursday night, six o'clock on the East Coast, nine o'clock on the West Coast. Wait, no, strike that, reverse it. It's six o'clock uh, PST and it is nine o'clock Eastern time. Um, and there's always back episodes available. If you go over to Spotify and search for my podcast, Your Magic, on that same feed, you'll find the Ask the Tarot rooms. So there's all kinds of ways for you to like hang out with this room through the week, not only on Thursdays when we're here live. We're a virtual cult, Jasmine says. And yes, we are. And to that end, we also have a, a community on Discord, okay? And so if you want to find uh, the Your Magic Discord you'll find a lot of folks who like to hang out at Ask the Tarot. And it's such a great community. People are so supportive of each other and kind and wise and witchy. It's like my favorite. Okay. Who has their hand up now? 80. Hello, 80. How can I help you? Hey, Michelle. How have you been? Good. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm here. <laughs> okay, um, so the last time we spoke, I was seeing this other guy and um, that kind of fizzled out. Like, kind of like what you told me it would happen but I'm still putting myself out there so this guy that I um reconnected with I've literally known him since I was like eight years old and he's someone that like I've consistently dreamed about we've never like officially dated or anything but I've always been you know very fond of him he's single after being in a very long-term relationship I know that um and it's probably not the best time to like try to officially date him but i want to see like if i wait maybe uh -huh. to the end of this year so the beginning of 2023 if um what it would look like if i were to pursue something with him and what if i just leave it alone and like just let it be okay all right so what does it look like if you bide your time tapping your fingernails together waiting waiting for him to like detox his last relationship so that you're not a rebound. Very smart. I'll pull three cards on that. Yeah, totally. And what does it look like just to let it go and just like let nature take its course, not to strategize or plan and enjoy your friendship. What does it look like to, to not do that? Okay. So for being strategic, oh my God, I think you'll get what you want. <laughs> and then let me see both. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think this is good, 80. Okay. So the cards for like giving him time and then sort of like sneaking around. You're, the first card you got is the 10 of discs, which is called wealth. And 
that's really great. I mean, it's, you know, it's not just a money card. It's also, you know, a a wealth of like whatever it is we want, right? Love, resources, like things coming to fruition. So I think it's an interesting card to get the 10 because you're talking about like, you know, you are talking about waiting and letting something run its course. So I think that your instincts about like how long to give it look really good with that 10. It's like, yeah, it's the end of a cycle. Like let him get through this cycle. Um, And he'll have a lot to offer and you'll have a lot to offer. Then you have the four of discs, which is power. (laughs) And so, I mean, it's funny. It's like not the most romantic card in the world, but I feel like you are being kind of strategic and I feel like you're setting yourself up in this wonderful way to kind of get what you want. Um, You know, it's, it's sun and Capricorn and, it's, it's a real, it's a solid strategy is what you're, I'm hearing here from the cards. Um, your final card is the emperor. And, you know, in love, in love readings with people who, you know, do, you know, date masculine people, I always do think the emperor is that sort of like idealized love object. You know, he's like the husband or, you know, he's, he's the, he's the, the guy date. So I think that like, that's, you know, I, I would look at that being like, him, you know, and his accessibility to you. Um, and it could also you feeling a little bit like a boss that you like, you know, that you were wise about going the way you went about it was wise, you know, you didn't just like jump on him or and, and you took a chance. It's I, I, it's all good vibes, these three cards together. Now, if you don't do it, if you're like, I'm just going to walk away from this idea. The first card you get is the Queen of Swords. So, she, you know, she loves walking away from stuff, but it's it's a little it's not necessarily great. Um, and then she's followed by sorrow and defeat. So, you know, does it mean you're really going to be, you know, super depressed if you don't, you know, hit on this man? No, I, I think with what the tarot is telling us is that um, there's something really great there for you if you do pursue him down the line. That makes that definitely makes sense. Um, he's someone I would consider to be my twin flame. Um, we're very similar and we're very compatible in a lot of ways. But... Um, so those cards mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, the emperor to your empress for sure. So I love it. Good luck with that. Thank you. I'll keep you updated. Please. Okay, cool. Bye. My God, I love when we get these like return folks and like get to hear about their lives and how it all how it's all going. You guys, I'm today's my first day back in the world after having COVID. So I'm a lot better than I was when I was like in a pile of sweat (laughs) reading for everybody last week. Um, But I'm still not, I'm still a little like fuzzy in the brain. So thanks for bearing with me. Um, If I seem a little bit slow on the uptake, I I think I might be a little slow on the uptake, but, but you know, the cards are still talking to me. Okay. Rachel, you are up now. Hello. 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 Okay, good. Oh my God. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, hello. Oh my God, this is my uh, first year meeting. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm honored. What would you like to know about? Um, okay, I have two career choice options. Um, I've been kind of looking at a side hustle. So I live in Portland, Oregon, and psilocybin has become legalized to a degree here. And I have always been very interested in mushrooms and the magical properties of it. And I didn't know if focusing on that and seeing how that develops so that when it becomes fully legalized, I can jump into that or following a more traditional path and um, a more like craftsy, artsy um, side hustle. 
Okay, great. So it's it's war of the side hustles, side hustle versus side hustle, which does feel like a very Portland, Oregon question, which I love. So let's see. Okay, mushrooms. Hmm, mushrooms looks complicated. Um, and regular regular arts. Hmm. Okay, there's something there for you with the mushrooms. The the centerpiece card right now is the magician, which I mean, hi, it's magical. It's a, a great card. It's a really strong card, and it is saying that you are able to manifest something. But it's almost like there's these weird contaminants around it. Um, the other two cards are the nine of swords, which is cruelty, and the seven of cups, which is debauchery. So that's really interesting. Um, you know, I don't know if there's any, you know. A, addiction um tendencies that you have in you by your nature or like as you know i come from a family of, of alcoholics so i know that there can be like you know familial sort of dispositions because these are very addicty cards so i wonder if there's like there's something that has to happen um around that or it could also be that like even though you know, I, I think the the magician is. Um, oh, I'm going to ask you to um, mute yourself while I'm reading because thank you so much. It was just like a little static. The magician is really talking. I think about the truly magical properties of mushrooms, right? The potential for um, mystical experiences that feel really meaningful, um, ways of getting closer to yourself, all of the good things that we know that brings us. But it's like it's also shadowed on either side by the ways that it can be a little bit abused and used as an escapist way. So this is really interesting. And I think that, I don't think it's a no. I think that the question is maybe even bigger than you realize and more complicated. And these other things need to be looked at. Um, the ways in which not everybody who uses, um, you know, any kind of service you might be providing is going to be doing it in a healthy way. So what does that mean for you? You know, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it means for you, but, um, and, and, do you run the risk at all of using it in an unhealthy way? So those are the questions around that. Uh, meanwhile, your art hustle looks good. Um, you know, you've got two Capricorn cards, and I love seeing Capricorn around work and money and business. Your centerpiece card is the queen of discs. And, you know, she's amazing. She's really accomplished. She knows what she's doing. It's suggesting to me that, like, you know, a hustle is always a hustle. I get it. But this is a terrain that you do very well in and you have a lot of maybe authority, a lot of confidence. Um, the other Capricorn card is that four of discs, which is called power. And it's sun and Capricorn. And yeah, there's a lot for you. Like you can definitely make some stuff happen here. Um, the last card is the princess of swords. So she's really interesting. She's really a little bit of an upstart. Like she wants to fuck shit up a little bit. So, you know, there's a couple of ways I can look at her. Um, she could be an interesting companion to the queen of discs in that, like, you know, can you take your, your status in maybe the arts world and use it to sort of do something really new um, and, and a little bit disruptive? Um, it also might mean that you get a little bit tired of it. You're, it might be that like, you know it so well, it's not quite as exciting to you and you're really looking for something exciting. Um, so, you know, I, I think that it's so, I, I don't want to steer you away from mushrooms because the magician card is really powerful, but we got to figure out what the, what the cruelty and the debauch cards are about. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't say start setting up shop. I, it sounds like something you want to go slowly with anyway. So I would say start, you know, do, do your art hustle for sure, because that's a guarantee for you. Um, and just keep investigating the mushrooms. Keep, 
keep investigating the shadow side of it as well as the beneficial side of it. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. Um, no, we're in a, I'm in a household where addiction definitely runs deep and it is something I have considered. And no, thank you so much. No, it makes perfect sense. Okay. I wish you so much luck with your whole process with it. Thank you. Welcome. Oh, geez. I see all the comments about folks microdosing. I know it's so helpful to so many people. And then I know for other people, it's like complicated, right? Or it's like a mixed bag. Um, so, so yeah, just, you know, having, having well wishes for everybody in all of their processes of self-care. That's what I'm doing right now. All right. Here's another one that came into my Instagram. Let me see. Um, I have a big question for the tarot. I've been living with my family for the past seven years and my parents will be selling the house soon. I have a few months to find a place and move out, which feels like ample time. But the reason I'm here, the reason I live here is because I'm an artist. Read, don't make a lot of money. I work in TV, am a writer poet type, and am starting a health coaching business. My work in television is in non-scripted casting. So it's like reality show casting, which is very difficult field that does not pay much and also does not provide sustainable work. I'm honestly worried about finances and whether or not I will be able to support myself when I move out. I've been trying to leave casting for a long time and recently have started a health coaching business where I teach folks with allergies and autoimmune diseases how to cook, bake, and eat delicious sugar-free foods. I love that. And how to live sustainable lives without giving up what they love. Oh my God, that's so great. People, people want to know that. So far, I'm not making much money from it. I hope to in the future, but it's been slow moving. I've taken the past six months off of casting to focus on learning how to create this business and have been on unemployment, which ended two weeks ago. And now I'm stressed as hell looking for work. Will I be able to comfortably support myself when I move out? Will I get a casting job soon or will I continue to have panic attacks and lose money right when I'm trying to save up as much as I can enough to move out? Where should I look to soothe my financial worries and secure myself for a sustainable future? Sincerely, an adult struggling with adulthood. Oh my God, it's a theme. It's a theme tonight, isn't it? Adulthood is hard, you guys. Oh my gosh, it really is. Let me take a sip of water here. So the first thing I pulled is... um. What was the first question? I was like, I'm just going to answer the exact questions I'm being asked here. Will I be able to comfortably support myself when I move out? I say, yes. I say, yes, you will be able to. The first card you have here is the King of Cups, okay? Um, honestly, that could be a generous person around you that wants to help you out. Um, you know, lend you money. I don't know if your parents are in a situation to do that. Um, if like you get like, I mean, the King of Cups is just like a real compassionate dad. So, um, you know, and I know that's not sustainable, right? We can't just be bumming money from everybody for the rest of our lives, um, unless you can. And good luck to you if you figure that out. Um, the next one you have is the Queen of Swords. So, you know, in addition to being, um, you know, on the receiving end, I think of some of some uh, generosity, as the, with the Queen of Swords, you're going to have to look at your life and cut some stuff out. You know, cut out some stuff that you don't need. Really question if you need what you think you need. I mean, it's it's so hypocritical for me to tell anybody to do a budget because, like, I can't do one. <laughs> I hate them, you guys. But I really think the Queen of Swords is saying, do a budget. 
you are going to have to trim back a little bit. Um, but your final card here is the star. So, I mean, with the star, all is well. The star comes after the tower. You might really be in the tower right now. This might be the part where it's all falling apart and you have to step into it. And you do. And you get the star. Another thing about the star card is I really, you know, believe that the star represents the work that we really want to do in our hearts, right? Our life's work, what we're really passionate about the way, and, and things that can help other people. So, you know, is reality TV show helping other people? I would say no. You guys can fight me. But I think overall, I think the answer is no. But this beautiful coaching uh, job that you have conjured for yourself, I feel like that's the star. That's what you want to be going hard on, okay? That's what's going to help you build this, you know, really great foundation for yourself. Um, will you get a casting job? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think that you're going to get a casting job, but you might get surprised with one at the last freaking minute. Okay. And here's why I say that the first thing, the first one here uh, is the page of pentacles, the page, like, let's face it. You haven't been doing this work for six months. So that kind of puts you in back at, pay, at page level. You're not a master. Even if you do know how to do this really well, you've just been out of the game for a minute. So you're kind of starting at the bottom a little bit. Um, so that's a little bit. Uh, and then you got the hanged man. So, you know, are jobs coming out of the woodwork for you when you get the hanged man? No, no, it's, it's very uncomfortable. They're not. But here's, here's what, you know, here's the wild card of the eight of rods come in. And that's about things happening real quick out of nowhere. So, you know, I don't think that you should be working towards getting a casting job. I think you should be putting all of your effort into following your, your North star, what you really want to do. Um, and you know, Hey, if, if a money-making opportunity in that field comes out of, you know, out to you and whacks you on the head, you can say yes to it if you want that extra money. Okay. Um, but you know, that's not what you want to be pursuing. Now, this other question, what, where should I look to soothe my financial worries? That is a really deep question, right? It's psychological, it's spiritual. So um, I was so curious about what cards would come up for a question like this. The first one is, excuse me, is the Ace of Rods, which is the Ace of Wands, which made me think it's like, well, if you want to soothe your financial worries, you really need to grab a hold of this. You know, you need to like do it head on. You need to start you know, a season of dealing with anxiety, dealing with your financial anxiety. So I think the first thing is like, you know, what can you do in a really practical way? And like, you know, it's hard to say, like, is your, is your financial anxiety because you just really aren't making money? And so that's scary. Or like, do you have an anxiety disorder also? You know, do you need to be treated for anxiety? Like what is playing into the anxiety? Um, you know, the four of rods is your next card. And that is about things being like, with the four of rods, like you're good. You have a, a strong foundation. Everything is where it should be. It's beautiful. So yeah, you do want to try to build that up so that you do have your bases covered. You are paying your rent, you know, all that stuff. That's going to help you deal with your um, anxiety. But also your last card is the eight of swords. This is this lady who's all tied up standing in like a forest of swords. That's a super anxious card. So I think that, you know, is it a situation um, where like, even once you do have, you know, a foundation and you, and you feel like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm taking care of myself. You're still having a lot of anxiety. Then you want to kind of get into it. You want to go to debtors anonymous. You want to go. I always thought it was for people who were like, compulsive shoppers. And it is, but it's for people who get a lot of anxiety from money for various reasons. So it's a super interesting program. Um, everyone, 
who needs it should check it out. Um, or, you know, go, looking into therapy or whatever, whatever you want to do to figure out how to get a handle on the anxiety beyond actually stabilizing your life. Because you do need to do that, too. Maybe you want a microdose. It, I'm looking at the chat here and it seems like lots of people are giving it the thumbs up. Um, okay. But I'm not recommending that because I'm not a doctor. I can't recommend anything. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, let me see. We got a few more minutes left. I am going to uh, see who is around here. And Brittany, you're up. And if you can unmute yourself, I'll pick some cards for you. Okay, this might take a minute. Let me see. Um, oh, hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for choosing me. Thanks for raising your hand. How can I help you tonight? Um, so I wanted to ask the tarot, um, I've been a hairdresser for 13 years now. I started, um, in the industry when I was 18. And so I now own my own studio where it's just me working, but my next step would be to open a salon of my own. And I'm feeling a little burnt out in the industry cause I've been doing it for so long. So I guess I'm curious if that next step of starting my own studio or salon would be a good step forward. Okay, let's see. What does it look like for you to start moving towards having your own salon? I've I've known hairdressers at this junction before. It seems like stylists have to kind of like look look that in the face at some point, right? Um, so let's see what that looks like. If is now the time for you to do that? Um, and now I'm going to pick cards asking. You know, what does it look like if you don't do that right now? It doesn't mean never, but, you know, you said you're a little burnt out. Like, is it just going to be too overwhelming of a moment? Um, let me see. I'm picking three cards for that. So for starting your own salon. Oh, my God. It looks so powerful for you to start your own salon, Brittany. Um, wow. But also, like, you can pace yourself. You can definitely pace yourself. I think it is your destiny to some extent to do, to do this. Um, okay. Sure. You, here's the cards that you got for starting your own salon, three major arcana cards, art, which is a card that's specific to the top deck. And it is about creation. It's about, you know, creativity, building something. It's a beautiful card. Um, it's a great collaborative card also. Um, okay. and then the next card you got is the hermit. And, you know, I like the Hermit for business. It's a, it's an earth card. It's, it's Virgo. I mean, I think Virgo is a good business card. Virgos are very much about like being organized and crossing the T's and making sure the systems are, you know, functional and sustainable. So, you know, the Hermit is going to do things very slowly and carefully and cautiously. And so let it be your guide to do that. That's why I'm saying there's no rush. Um, and then you got the Aeon card, which is like, whoa, that's about walking into the next like cycle of your destiny. It's a really fantastic card. Um, you take with you everything that you've learned, you know, from, from all the work you've done in the past. Uh, it's a great metaphor really for, for, you know, going out into your own business. I love it. Um, hold on. I need a sip of water. Mm -hmm. And so for not doing it right now, you also got really good cards. Um, you got the wheel of fortune, which is so funny <laughs> because, um, you know, it's, it's almost saying like, you can wait until the moment is perfect. Like that's okay for you to do that. Um, you also got the Hierophant and it's like when the Hierophant card comes up, um, 
Let me see. Do you? I'm wondering if there's anybody in your in your uh, around you that could kind of be a bit of a business mentor for you. Um. I yes. The Hierophant really represents people who take on those kind of roles. Um, and then you also have the Ten of Cups, which in this in this deck is a little bit of a bored and boring card. It's called Satiety, and it's like you're just you're ready to make your next move. So it seems to me really inevitable that you will make this move, and it looks so good for you to do it. Um, just there's no rush. If you want to seek out some Hierophants, some teachers and mentors, or just people who you can take out for coffee and pick their brain for advice on how they did things. Um, with the fortune card, it's okay to wait till it feels like it's the right time to strike, but you will, you will do it. It looks really good. Oh my gosh. That helps so much. So Thank welcome. you so much. Congratulations and good luck to you. You too. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Okay. You guys, um, I just, I just want to address because I mentioned Debtors Anonymous, and then somebody in the chat was like, what is that? It's a 12-step program, you know, along the lines of like AA or Al-Anon. And it's just a way of using that uh, template, the, t- the 12 steps, to help people um, figure out their issues with money. Because like issues with money are deep, right? I mean, it's not, it's not, they're very, very deep. Um, whether we have a lot of it or none of it, it's it all hits us in different psychological ways. And I think that most people have issues. So it's just a place to work those out if they are up for you. And it's free, you know, so I always like recommending free therapy, right? Um, but I also wanted to tell you guys, um, I am going to be, uh, I mean, we're here every Thursday, right? Ask the Tarot. But I'm also going to be on another show here on Spotify Live next week. If you guys want to come hang out, I will not be... Um, reading tarot cards, but I'm going to be on a show called Campfire Stories. It's this coming Tuesday, the 24th, and it will be from five to seven. It's two hours. And I don't know if you guys know about Campfire Stories, but it's like spooky stories. It's so fun. And I've got a lot of spooky stories. So I'm really, yes, Jasmine, it is spooky. I'm excited to tell my stories of, you know, when I saw a ghost or when I had this absolutely insane, like, 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 terrifying mystical experience that I didn't want (laughs) to happen, happened to me. So um, come to Campfire Stories on Tuesday from five to seven. And yeah, and and listen, I've never uh, guested on someone else's Spotify live. So I'm super excited about it. Um, So thanks you guys for being here. Again, if you wanted to listen to this or any back episodes, just go to the Your Magic feed and find them there. I'll see you here again next week. Oh, oh wait, I have more information about next week, don't I? I'm here next week a little early, okay? Because um, I'm in a book. I have a piece of writing in a book that the Los Angeles Times has uh, selected for their book of the month, like book club. So I'm doing an online event about that next week. So I'm going to do this a little bit early. And thank you for being flexible with me. Um, You know, I... I don't like messing with this because this is like my baby. I love Ask the Tarot, but I'm going to do it at five o'clock next Thursday. Okay. Not six o'clock. Okay. I know. Have I just like information bombed you guys during a Mercury retrograde and it's way too much. Okay. So (laughs) next week, uh, the Campfire Stories is Tuesday, the 24th from five to seven o'clock. Okay. Five to seven on Tuesday. Then Thursday, we're, we're here at five, not six. Okay. If you're here at six, you'll miss me, but you'll, you can catch it on the flip side, right? On the, your magic feed. Okay. My throat is raw. <laughs> it's a lot of talking for a recently COVIDed individual. Um, 
I'm going to go now. And I hope you guys all have an incredible week. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live. Starting my own studio or salon would be a good step forward. Okay, let's see. What does it look like for you to start moving towards having your own salon? I've I've known hairdressers at this junction before. It seems like stylists have to kind of like look at, look that in the face at some point, right? Um, so let's see what that looks like. Is, is now the time for you to do that? Um, and now I'm going to pick cards asking, you know, what does it look like if you don't do that right now? It doesn't mean never. But, you know, you said you're a little burnt out. Like, is it just going to be too overwhelming of a moment? Um, let me see. I'm picking three cards for that. So, we're starting your own salon. Oh, my God. It was so powerful for you to start your own salon, Brittany. 